An awkward alliance formed in the cold, harsh winters of Chicago. An elf, timid to the eyes of man, but with many secrets of his own. A synth, calculating and precise, but with so much lost and trapped inside his own mind. Even by Shadowrunner standards, this is an unlikely duo to be seen on the streets, let alone scaling the walls of the containment zone. The containment zone is like a long-lost relative, that relative house spirits of decay and the human detrius that can afford to live nowhere else or want to stay away from the prying eyes of the government, Lone Star, or the pretty crime lords, or the giant crime lords of megacorps. It is still the feral heart of Chicago, wild and untamed, by normal civilization standards. Our runners have a simple task here. Plug into data port boxes to complete the communication circuit and bring the CC back into the age of information. The prize offered for this service was so good, the goal seemingly so philanthropic, that no one has stopped to ask why. So far, the journey has been fairly easy. A tower at the docks devoid of human life, an easy climb, and some plug-and-play action. Now, the duo move towards the dense urban jungle decay onto their next target. What will they find waiting for them? Let's find out, cuppies. So when last we left off, you guys had just scaled a uh, rickety tower, or more specifically, a certain frail elf scaled a rickety tower. It was uh, no, no, Mabs no, 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 that no. did the scaling. Oh. Failed. Oh, times, if well, I remember correctly. Yes. Failed. Then the android went up. Then came back down. That's right. Then went back up. <laughs> then came back down. The work was done. What are we complaining <laughs> about? <laughs> Even if you did not getting paid for style points. <laughs> So yeah, you guys, uh, your next target is actually on the clear other side of the zone. Uh, if you guys are looking at the map, you'll see that point A, which now is a red X through it because you're done there. Uh, you now need to go to point F all the way down to Midway Airport. It's going to be a little bit of a slog. How many miles away is that? Uh, well, let's take a look here. And then about 15 or so, I believe. Yeah, give or take about 15. Uh, By the grid standards. Babs Babs Robots, could you uh, procure us a a vehicular transport? Is there any such vehicular transport just lying about? You see things that might have once been a vehicle, um, kind of at like the edge of the docks, but they've long since been stripped for for parts and rusted over and just kind of laying there in various states of disarray. And what time of day was it again? You were just creeping into the daytime hours. Right. Okay. I'm looking through my skills here. Sorry. Just, it's been a while. I can't remember everything that my guy can do, which is fitting. (laughs) 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 See, I make these choices on purpose, people. I look forward to the episode when Babs remembers that. <laughs> Ain't gonna it's like, oh, that's what this thing was for. Click, blows up the whole city. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you actually, uh, to your knowledge, are incapable of driving, Babs. Oh. Well, that made things simple. Because <laughs> did you hear the voice in the sky, Elf? Apparently, I don't even know how to drive, and there's no vehicle around for me to procure. I don't know exactly what it is that you want me to do. And just trying to to speed things up. I clearly you you are a machine. You you will not get tired. I I, I am used to traveling by foot. I I have no issues. But quicker quicker journey is safer journey. 
correct? How much can I carry? Uh, easily, you could carry probably a couple hundred pounds without issue. And I've got a five, I, I don't know what this means, five in between hard brackets, six in running. What does that mean? How fast your, am I running? Your physical limit is basically six. So, like, you can you could run fairly quickly, um, and you're really not going to get as tired as most other folks. As so. tired? That implies I will get tired? You will eventually get tired. Your pistons and stuff will wear down. Well, that's poor writing. And you know. But you're going to be rolling basically on a... Uh, you'll be rolling five <laughs> dice straight up. I'm going to turn to him and say, I think you'll be fine. Turn around and start walking in the direction that we need to go. <laughs> Very well. I should Should I assume you wish... For me to navigate? No, I know where we're going. And I'm going to for the record, to I have the south. sense of direction quality. So if he starts leading us the wrong way, I'm going to point him in the right direction. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> uh, the good news, the good news is, it's a fairly straight shot down uh, Route 55. Uh, you can make your way over to uh, the 90, just walk around it, and then as you start to come up to where the 90 and the 55 meet. That's when you actually start to see like real buildings, but it's a pretty straight shot. Like you can follow what was once a major highway straight to your goal if you need to. How far can I see? Right now you can see pretty far, uh, probably about a mile with your eyesight, even with the snow going. Okay. So if I your elf eyes show you, (laughs) if I look around for that mile from where we are, I'm not seeing any type of vehicle that would be usable for us. Not yet. You haven't spotted anything that would look like it's remotely usable, but you're also right still towards the edge of the zone towards the water. And you've been in Chicago long enough to know that boats don't come here. So nobody else is going to really be by the docks unless they have something to do like dump a body. Okay. And B is a crater, it says. Are there any actual buildings there or anything, or it's just a crater? So if you were to think of if a sulfur volcano exploded, that's what B looks like. It is literally just rubble. Um, Best thing I could give you is if you've been to the Cradle of Adam in Fallout 4, that without the radioactivity. Okay, well, I'm going to keep walking straight line, B line for F. Okay. Unless my elf <laughs> buddy decides otherwise. No, that's that's the plan, but uh, I will keep my astral eyes open as well because something's here. I know it. <laughs> well, we're going to get to that in a minute, I'm sure. <laughs> as you move a little well, bit just past... General knowledge of the area, I would know to look oh, yeah. out for these threats. <laughs> yeah, you're, uh, you've been, on, been uneasy since you first got here, so there's... Even then, like, with your eyes open, you haven't seen anything, but you still feel pretty sure that, well, everything is evil and awful and rotten. So, but as you get past the crater, you actually start seeing some visible signs of buildings and what you assume looks like civilization. Uh, Looks like there's tents among the rubbled buildings. Most of the buildings look like they're all glass or anything that looks like it might have potentially been metallic or a value at some point has been stripped. It looks like it's just a bunch of old rocks. Um, There's floors blown out. 
sides of buildings completely missing. Uh, it does not look like a comfortable place. But every now and then you catch some movement, some humans that catch eye of you and then disappear into the further into the ruins as you make your way through. Nobody seems to really want to bother you, though. Pretty sure it's the giant gun on Bab's back, but, you know. Uh, Bab's best best not to get too close to to residents. Um, try to avoid contact. But there might be a vehicle somewhere that we could use. You told me to look for a vehicle. Yes. You said with... procure transportation. I'm trying to procure transportation. Affirmative, uh, but we we're already done half our journey by foot. So, at this point, vehicle not not helping much. You were complaining quite a bit before we started the journey. My anticipation is that very soon you will start complaining again. Are your uh, feet sore? No, no Are complaints. I, I I am used to having very little resources, but figured partner would be uh, extra helpful. Yeah, turn around and keep walking then. <laughs> you make it to about the right around where it says the T in the zone on the map. And it starts to get a little more dense now. The buildings are closer together. You can tell that this was at some point uh, at least the edge of what could have been probably the downtown area. Buildings are a little bit better put together at this point there are still some glass in the windows looks like doors are still on some of them and you can tell that there are fires burning in several of them not not like campfires or like just like uncontrolled like barrel fires fires. okay (laughs) it's it's winter it's winter in chicago there's like five inches of snow on the ground there people are going to be burning shit to keep warm that type of fire I'll look at my slice of pizza, look at the fire, take a bite of cold pizza. (laughs) And as you guys crest through what looks like a, could have been a small suburban area, just a small urban area of housing, out from the shadow steps a rather large green man. What, uh, What are you two city folk doing here? City, no. Um, I, I myself am, am a man of the lands. The city's merely current occupation. Your clothes are too clean. You're from outside of the wall, ain't you? The, I, yes. I'm gonna look at him and ask. People don't wash their clothes here. Have you looked at this area? It's not like we're exactly rolling in uh, wash vats. Mr. Babs, my my last laundry day was almost a month ago, and I am quite clean by comparison. Yes, but you don't sweat much. Point taken. So, a couple outsiders here. I'm thinking you might need a little little protection on your way through. Seems like you're heading somewhere, and uh, you might need a guide. I can definitely help you out and keep the riffraff away from you. It'll okay. cost you a thousand new yen take my gun out and point it as his head and say i have all the protection i need right here are you making an intimidation check or are you literally just going to no i'm just saying it but it just happens that i'm pointing at his face he looks at you looks at the gun <laughs> thing's probably not even loaded i'm gonna cock it 
He stands there. That's going to be an intimidation. <laughs> I, I'm just looking back and forth between the two, like very concerned. Uh, yours is actually, you don't have intimidation, so that's going to be an untrained and that is going to be a logic check. So two dice. It's been too long. What am I doing here? Uh, shadow test. What? What? I'm typing the macro. The macro at the bottom is a shadow test. Click it. Okay. Modifier. Should just be two, I believe. What do you mean you believe? Yeah, it'll just be two. Okay. Two? Submit. Heck, I'm better at intimidation than that. <laughs> I succeeded, didn't I? He's. You have one success. Let's see how he does in response to it. Yeah, he matches with you. He just looks at you. He's like, great. You can cock a gun. Congratulations. Uh, please, please, sir. Um, Just... We we just wish to pass and be be about our business and hope hopefully be gone without needing any uh, guidance or protection. Yeah, but two fine city folk like you could get in a whole mess of trouble. This is a orc, right? Oh yeah, he's very clearly an orc. So he's got those great big ears. Uh, big, floppy kind of ears, but like not. Not like dog ears, but you could definitely tell if they were like fleshier elf ears. Yeah. I'm going to change where I'm aiming to his right ear. The very top of it. Uh, please, Babs, please, um, low, lower weapon. No no need for, for, for such actions. Um, I'm sure, sure we can just convince this kind gentleman to let us be about our way. I'm not putting it down. All right. That's an initiative check, then. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> I was hired for a job. I'm doing my job. This isn't me being Sir Reginald, I'll have you know. Okay, so that puts me at 10, Joe. Yep, I know. I got your sheet up. Okay, okay what the hell am I doing here? One, one D6, so just roll one. Two? Why does it say two? Uh, because you rolled a two. So oh, it's, okay. you are a six plus one D6, so you're at eight. <laughs> So, Vince, you're up first. Okay, give me one second here. Let me look up the description of the spell. Okay, so I am going to cast Confusion on him. Okay. At a force... Yeah, force six will be fine. All right. So, spell casting is 11. Oh, God. Well, you are useless. Wow. Well, let's see if he uh, if he can uh, shake that one off. I'm assuming that has a save. Yes. Uh, I, mean, I think it's just a straight willpower test, right? Yeah. Just looking up his will. Mm. Yeah, it doesn't seem to be uh, doing anything. Like you, you go through the motions. You do your little uh, your little elf dance type thing, whatever it is you do to cast. And nothing happens. And I resist all the drain. Yeah. All right. Roger, you're up. Okay, I'm going to say I was only going to wound you, but now I have to kill you. And I'm going to aim at his face and shoot him. All right. Give me a uh, pistol. That's 12 dice. 
Well, I had my freaking sniper rifle pointed. Oh, you at had his your head. sniper rifle out. Okay. I had it pointed at his head. All right. Well, it's still twelve dice. Okay. <laughs> How is that possible? <laughs> See above. <laughs> yeah, but twice in a row. Somebody's oh, jacked the dice. That is terrible. Well, he he might still fail his uh, his dodge chance. Let's find Listen, out. I watched critically glitched on a test I rolled fifteen dice for. Okay, <laughs> it happens. Yeah, he uh he moves out of the way at the last second. Like you take that shot, you're sure you got it. He must have heard like the pin click or something, but he just moves out of the way. And then he decides he's going to take a swing at your head with his nice nasty large club. <laughs> wow all right you have uh you have a six dice dodge <laughs> who me okay yeah you're the one with the gun should have just smacked him in the head with it instead no you're fine all right vince all right so now that we have come to fisticuffs fisticuffs will... yes what are you the old man from up <laughs> <laughs> i'm going to uh get up close to him and reach out my hand and smack him with a knockout spell. All right, go for it. That's a little better. That is a little better. And I'm straight willpower, yeah? I I believe so, yes. Oh, he's out. Okay, so that's, yeah, two net hits, and let me see the exact... Uh, not sure what the damage is on it, though. Is it just the straight two net hits? Or yeah, it's just it's, straight two net hits. So then he takes two boxes of stun damage. Yeah. And I have a negligible amount of drain to rid. So we're good. All right. Well, it's only two boxes of stun, so he's not doing too bad. Mm-hmm. He's definitely woozy, though. All right, Roger. Babs, I, he's off off balance, please. Um I still have the rifle. I'm going to re- put it back to point at his face and fire. <laughs> All right, 12 dice. Per- perhaps a smaller gun in close range would be helpful. Too late. All right. He's only going to get five this time, not his normal six. He manages, he manages the fall just out of the way of your shot. And let's see. Wait, hold on He's- a second. Just for my benefit, because <laughs> I am the noob as it comes to this game, it's, it's better to shoot close up with the smaller gun? Not really. No. Okay, okay, okay. Don't I'm f- just making an observation about your lack of success. <laughs> Don't fuck with me. <laughs> with Babs. Both of us. <laughs> uh, okay. I forgot you had a pistol. I don't know. I kind of did. I had the rifle in my hands. <laughs> it's a big goddamn gun. You forgot about the rifle until you were pointing it at him. Yeah, I knew it's what true. you do. So, uh, yeah, he he's not looking too happy, but he definitely knows you did something to him, so he's going to take a swing at the pointy-ear elf. Uh-oh. All right. Ha-ha! I'm a quick elf. <laughs> yeah, he takes, a, he takes a swing at you lumbering swing he's trying to recover from dodging from getting shot at 
misses you as you deftly just dodge back. And it's back to you. And then counterattack with another knockout blow. All right. That's a little better. <laughs> All right. And he is at minus one right now. So yeah, three more. Box is a stun. So he is in the negative two range. He is not happy. And all drain is resisted. All right. Roger, you're up. He is, uh, it looks like his knees are starting to buckle a little bit. Okay. So he's close enough. What would be more powerful? I'm looking at the sheet, but again, I, I don't know. So basically, you see this scrawny elf kung fuing this guy to death. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a katana. Is my katana going to be better close up than the, the, the rifle? You're, you have a far better shooting ability than you do with your katana. Stabby, stabby. You're rolling 12 dice when you shoot at him. You're rolling 8 dice if you try to take a swing at him. Oh, well, what the hell's the point? I'm going to shoot him. Go for it. Ooh. I have a feeling this is going to be the Yeah, I have a feeling he's missing a head. <laughs> yup. <laughs> yeah. uh, even at your lowest damage, with him already taking some stun... Now moving over to Lethal, you literally just blow his face clean off. Not his head, his face. There's still a stump. Ah, oh, oh, you, you, good, good jobs, Mr. Babs. I'm going to put my gun back at my, in the holster of my back and start walking away and call back to him that he may want to loot the body to see if there's anything of use in it. Ah, does he have any pocket pizza? No, he does not have any pocket pizza. He has a pocket rat, though. Is it alive? Nope. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing else of note on him aside from a shitty club and, uh, like, scrap clothes. So so after that fine display of uh, martial prowess, nobody else wants to go anywhere near you. Anybody who is within eyesight of that is now locking, well locking quote-unquote their doors barricading and hiding you can see the the eyes of small children peeking up over like the windowsills as you walk by but nobody else is coming near you i'm gonna wave to the kids as i walk by they they just <laughs> duck right away <laughs> yeah! there appears to be something wrong with these small children do, 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 do. just keep walking <laughs> <laughs> so you make it you make it you make it unbothered and without further incident to the edge of uh, the airfield. And it looks like it's a, a fencing area. It looks like it's actually fairly clean. Um, there doesn't look like there's a lot of debris. And it actually looks like the fence is very well maintained. About the center of the airfield, uh, there's a small strip. And to one side, there is a small tower. At the bottom of the tower, you see that there are definitely signs of people. It looks like there's at least two or three. Uh, binoculars get a better look at them. All right. You can see uh, two humans. Looks like they're standard grade. Nothing really special. Uh, they definitely have rifles, though. Uh, it looks like they're wearing some form of body armor, though you can't tell what kind. Uh, and there is a dwarf playing cards with what you can see as a spirit of man. Hmm. And where are they in reference to our target? So the if you look, pull up your map, the tower is your target. Okay. So they're, so they're at do. the base. 
Yeah, the uh, it's about maybe 30, 40, 50, yeah, about 50 feet away from where you guys currently are. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Mr. Babs, um, either you, you could attempt to uh, shoot them from here, but uh, perhaps maybe a distraction would be better. I'm going to turn around and start walking towards the fence, waving at the people. And say, oh, we need to look at your tower. Okay. That's not what I expected, but okay. It's pretty much what I expected. The uh, the dwarf does not seem to care. The two humans just kind of look at you like, the hell? They start walking over with their guns drawn. What, what do you want? We need to look at your tower. And who the hell are you? I am Babs. Who are you? Jimmy. What the fuck is a Babs? Nice to meet you. Jimmy? That's an interesting name. And you? The other one just shakes his head at you. He doesn't say a word. So and that is you? not on you, though. What is your name? Hello? Oh, he, you? Jimmy just looks at you. He's like, uh, that he your friend cannot really speak? talk a whole lot of much. Okay. Are we talking I'm going to merely observe. <laughs> I'm not going to join him. <laughs> is there a gate I can open to go in, or is it? Or are we just looking at fence? Uh, there's a gate further down. Okay. I'm just going to say, I'll meet you at the gate, and I'm going to start walking towards the gate. Whoa, oh, wait, wait, hold on there. No, I'm still walking. So Jimmy just kind of, like, looks at his partner and looks at you. God damn it. And they uh, take shots. <laughs> Luckily for you, they're not very good shots. <laughs> so you have uh, six dice, and you need to roll it twice for me if you want to dodge. Otherwise, you're going to soak. So I'm rolling 12, or I'm rolling six twice? Six twice. Well, you're definitely going to get pegged. At least on one. Do it again. All right, you get pegged twice. Uh, luckily, they're only pistols. And you are definitely wearing body armor. Because we definitely made sure to give you body armor. Yeah, I've got an armor jacket. It says 12 on the sheet. Yeah. So I need you to roll 12 dice twice and see if you soak. Yeah, you're fine for now, but they definitely took some shots at you. One glanced off your shoulder. The other definitely grazed your side. What do you do? I'm going to take out my pistol, which I remembered I had. (laughs) And I'm going to shoot the one. Who did not speak? All right. Give me 12 dice. All right. He uh, he sees you grab your pistol and just hits the ground. Your shot goes right over his head. All right, uh, that was unfortunate. Merrick. Uh, I am going to summon a large hound, a spirit of beasts, to uh, bound to Babs' side. All right. Give me a summon. Okay, that's a four six. And uh, so you roll six dice to resist the summoning. Yeah. Nope. Okay. So I don't even have to. (laughs) Well, yeah, there's a a moderate amount of drain minimum. Yeah, I resist it. Okay. So, yes, I'll I'll summon him and give him the order to go protect Babs. 
Okay, now keep in mind, there is a fence between you. Are you sending it on the other side, or are you sending it to literally be at Bab's side? At, at Bab's side. All right. What does it look like? It, it's a large uh, hound, like almost a mastiff. All right. Babs, out of nowhere, a large mastiff saddles up to your side. Well, aren't you a pretty boy? Is the gate locked or is it chained or what is it? Looks like there's definitely a chain and a at least one, maybe two locks on it. At least one or two. Mm-hmm. So if I'm shooting at it, I'm going to need three shots to bust it open. You're going to need at least two shots to get the locks off if you're trying to shoot the locks. I'm just going to shoot at the 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 one that's still standing. All right. Well, now we're going to go to initiative to see who's going in what order. Mm-hmm. So give me a 1d6. So that puts me at 11. And, and that puts Roger at 7. Uh, the dog... Is at six ten. Uh, the dog is at twenty two. Well, dog will be going first. That's for sure. So it's exotic range plus agility, and then if they get hit, you get to roll on the drug and toxin table. <laughs> oh so yeah, and that's... Natu- he doesn't naturally have the exotic range weapon skill, but I would assume since he can learn the noxious breath skill, yeah, it's it's fine. Okay, so what am I rolling here? Uh, does he have... I would assume the skill level is the force. Skill level should be force plus whatever the, the force agility force plus is. agility. Okay, so it's six plus seven, so it's a total of 13 dice. Oh, they're gonna, they're not going to be happy. Yeah, giant <laughs> cloud of uh, black smoke comes belching out of his mouth. All right, and... Does not have a resist, which means that's going to go straight to... The table to see what effect it has. Let's find out. Well, no, because it just says they take uh, stun damage and nausea. The The actual toxin effect is uh, not important. It's just how they're able to defend against it. You can find the rules there. Yeah, they have, they've got nothing then. So. so they just take, I guess, four boxes of stun each. Yeah. All right, so they're coughing and they're wheezing. And or do you want to give them maybe a, just a straight body test? No. Okay. That's not exactly something they're trained to deal with. So. Mm-hmm. so, yeah, so they are coughing and wheezing and not very, very happy at all. And you said you were at a 10? Yes. What did right. I roll? No, I'm at, I'm at a... Th- God, where am I? I'm at an 11, actually. You're up next, then. All right, then. So what are the odds of me being able to fire an arrow through the chain link fence? Yeah, pretty good. It'll make for great scene, so yes. Okay, sure. That'll do. Right through the chains. Oh, yeah. uh, This this would be at uh, Jerry. (laughs) At Jimmy? Jimmy. That way. Him, too. Uh, This is going to be no good. Yeah, you tag him. Yeah, so that's nine damage, but uh, no armor piercing. Uh, yeah, so he or, I'm sorry, uh, eight damage. Eight damage? 
Yeah, the armor that they're wearing looks like it's a little better than flak, uh, which is awesome for you because you're using a bow and arrow, and it will split <laughs> the fibers. So they get nothing against a piercing attack. Awesome. Uh, so they just straight up take eight boxes. He takes eight boxes of damage, and uh, he falls over, not dead, but definitely hurt. Babs, you're up. I believe the odds have been evened. Thank you. And uh, what's Dwarf Guy doing while this is happening? You look over, and he's uh, he's waggling his fingers. Mm, okay. Waggling his fingers. Don't worry, I got this. Fair enough. All right, I'm shooting, shooting at Jimmy's buddy who's laying on the ground. Okay, take a shot. I don't like the sound of how you said that. You're shooting at the guy on the ground. There's still one more up. What do you mean one more up? There's two total. Yeah, but you said the other guy got taken down by the the bow. He was knocked down. Yeah, so you're sh- you said you're shooting the guy on the ground, or are you shooting oh, no, the no, guy no, that was I'm, up? No, no, well, what, did Jimmy's buddy who doesn't speak suddenly get up? Because he ducked to the ground when I shot at him. Fair enough, but I'm saying, like, he's not incapacitated. He do- he do- dove down to dodge, so he's not incapacitated like Jimmy. So are you firing at the silent guy? Oh, so basically you're telling me just to get rid of... Okay, hold on. Before I do that, I'm going to look over to Elf and say, can your hound here from hell take him down the rest of the way elf sorry what (laughs) do you wish to proceed with this adventure by yourself because i have better things that i can be doing if you're not going to be in the moment i i I was remembering um spirits and their their connections to to the world can this spirit finish him off so that i can take care of our mute friend yes i Dog, very, very powerful. Good. I am going to shoot at the mute friend. Okay. Sorry, I was legitimately reading the rules for banishing. (laughs) Which is funny, because so was I. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, you tag him. And uh, let's see here. He will get his armor. So he's going to attempt to soak. Yeah. So you uh, you go to shoot him. You definitely hit him square, but he seems to roll with it a little bit. And it looks like his flak jacket absorbs the shot. He is uh, he is not too happy and he's going to return the favor at you. (laughs) So give me a uh, dodge roll, which should just be uh, six. Yep. All right, and then give me an armor roll for your soak, so 12. Yeah, you're fine. All right, now comes the fun. It's been a very long time since I've had to do banishing. Okay, you're 4-6. I'm assuming you're going to try to counter when he tries this, yes? Um, yeah, I can add my counterspelling pool to his resist to the banish. That is correct. Okay. So I'll I'll just add four dice onto his test. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's good. 
right. What just happened? You two nerds spoke in code, and nobody, not just me, but nobody listening is going to know exactly what just happened. I'm getting to that. Give me a second. You weren't. <laughs> so, unseen to Babs, what looked like what was just happening was just a bunch of finger wiggling and some weird staring. In the astral realm, what just happened is the dwarf and the elf just engaged in titanic combat against each other to try to, the elf, dismiss the hell beast, otherwise known as the giant slobbering dog. And the elf was like, nope, that ain't going to happen. And uh, assisted his beast by infusing power into it to make sure that it resisted the banishing attempt. Basically, they got into a mage battle where nobody else can see it but them. But it was fucking awesome, let me tell you. It was totally fucking awesome. And about this time, the spirit of man crashes into your hell beast. Okay. I'll allow it. You don't really have a choice. It's initiative. (laughs) All right. It is going to take a swing at your doggy dog. Wow. I am on fire tonight. Yeah, he's good. (laughs) All right. And you're back up. Top of the order. Dog so, is dog first, then you. So the dog will fight back. Every single one of them connects. Okay, so that spirit of... What, what form is the spirit of man taking for my reference when I kill it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the physical manifestation or what you see in the astral realm? What would the audience like to know? What the hell is going on here? <laughs> in the physical realm, you see Babsy's what looks like an emaciated skeletal like human, but sort of see-through crash into the Mastiff. The Mastiff then turns around and just tears this thing to shred as this thing slowly dissipates. In the ethereal realm, this thing looks a little more like a Sylvester Stallone style creature with a, uh, God, why can't I think of the name of the mask? An Oni mask. <laughs> it comes barreling in and you see in the, the realm your dog just bulks up out of its skin into this massive form and just envelops the spirit of man into it and then shrinks back down like nothing ever happened good boy and you see the dwarf just kind of go fuck Hey, you're up. What do you do now, uh, Merrick? I love how as awesome as I'm being, it still looks like he's completely useless. <laughs> yep. Well, that's kind of the point of your character. Yep. Uh, so I guess we'll give uh, Jimmy some more, another arrow. That one wasn't quite as good. Yeah, but he's still at a minus five. Minus right a now. lot. Yeah, he's minus everything. <laughs> you still hit him? Still hit him. Okay. So that's another six damage. That's got to be. Yeah, he's uh, he's he's done. There's no way he can soak that at all. So he's dead. You skewer the shit out of Jimmy. All right, Roger, you're up. I'm going to point my gun at the remaining guy. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to have during all this as the body's going down, holster my pistol and take the rifle back out because it's more intimidating. Point it at his head, the other guy, 
and say, unless you want to end up like your buddy on the ground, you should come over and open this gate for us. He just looks at you, shakes his head no. Fine, so I'm going to shoot. All right. Could have been easy, but no. All right, you managed to tag him. Now, I, I was aiming for his head, let's be clear. I've got a scope. I'm not aiming for body armor. I'm aiming for heads. We, that would have been a minus on your dice pool. Damn it. So you can re-roll it if you want to. Uh, what's done is done. Okay. Yeah, it just pings right off of him, and he just looks at you and just takes a shot. He is not, not too pleased. Which you're probably going to laugh off. Yeah. All right. And the dwarf. Let's see what he is going to do. His spirit just died. He is not too happy. He uh, starts, looks like focusing and starts chanting in, you can't exactly make out what, but it looks like he is definitely casting a spell. Are you going to try to counterspell him? Sure. All right. It's like magic. He's playing a blue deck. <laughs> it is. It really, really is. Hmm. I got two successes on the counter spell. Yeah. So it's still going to go off. From his outstretched hand emerges what looks like a small set of sparks that as it gets closer to you keeps growing and growing and growing and growing until this giant ball of electricity passes through his own guy and onto you, taking all three of you into its wonderful, warm, electric aura. I need a willpower willpower save from all of you, followed by a body check. Okay, so first for me, I get one success on the save. Okay. And... Two successes on the body. All right, you're going to take two stun damage. Okay. And then, Roger, I need you to take a a body check as well, so you're at five. And you are also going to take two stun damage. And then Doggy uh, gets two successes on willpower. And four successes on body. Yeah, the dog just does not care. Let's see how Jimmy does. (laughs) Poor Jimmy. No, Jimmy's dead. Let's see how uh, his silent companion does. Jimmy's dead, man. <laughs> he is also fine. Seems to have not minded at all. So, uh, yeah, that was a, a ball of lightning that just came your way. And uh dog is at the top of the order. So I'm going to instruct the dog just to rip the fence off the hinges. All right. It does so without any problem. It's a four six. It, it's a chain link fence. It doesn't care. Okay, so the path is clear. <laughs> path is very clear. And All how right. far away is the dwarf? Uh, at this point, probably about 30 feet. Okay, so he's still well within bow range. Oh, yeah. So uh, I will whip out one of my special arrows. Okay, which special arrow are you using? The injection arrow. And what is it loaded with? Narcoject. This ought to be fun. So Go if for I tag it. him, he's basically going to pass out immediately. <laughs> for it <laughs> all right let's see this is going to be bad 
because he is not a combat monkey at all. Yep, he's down. <laughs> so the needle sinks into his neck and immediately injects the sedative into his bloodstream. <laughs> There's a satisfying hiss and a look of almost euphoric delight on his face as his pupils dilate and he passes the hell out forward. Your path is clear. Babs, there's only one left. Yes, and he keeps scoffing off every shot that I send his way. You could have sent an arrow into him, and it would have worked just as well as his buddy. Thanks for being a team player. So what are you going to do about this, Babs? I will be more more helpful next time. Are katanas more likely to go through that body armor than... Oh, yeah. All right, how close is he to me? You can close the gap in two steps. Okay, and how is that going to affect dice rolls and crap? Nothing at all. You're just going to roll eight dice. I'm going with a katana instead. Yep, that's eight dice. Oh, come (laughs) on. (laughs) Yeah, he he rather deftly knocks your blade aside with with his rifle and just looks at you, shakes his head, and takes a shot. And misses horribly, so horribly, in fact, <laughs> that I don't that have his to roll. Gun, that his gun audibly jams. <laughs> Puppy dog's up. Puppy dog laying in with some teeth. So, with a gesture from Merrick, the dog bounds forward, leaping through the air, covering what was a 15-foot gap between him and the strong, silent type over there, crushing him in one leap as he then starts ragdolling him by grabbing him by his neck and shaking him back and forth. Oh, God, how much damage is he doing? Uh, well, it's just an unarmed attack, so four, four hits. Yeah, so. <laughs> so six and six, yeah. Oh, God. Uh, let's see if he can, what he's going to be able to soak. Yeah, he's dead. He is just straight <laughs> up dead. The the He never screams at all. There is literally nothing of far as sound aside from your dog just growling and shredding this thing and flesh, bone, and fabric ripping. As you walk over to the what was the now corpse, you can see that the human's mouth has been completely sewn shut. Hmm. I'm going to look over to the elf and say, you should probably give your dog some of that pizza you have been hiding. Well, and then, now that combat's over, uh, he'll start to dissipate. Yeah. So I'll just pet his head. Good boy. Good boy. He sits down, kind of looks at you, tongue lolling a little bit, like he did a good job, his tail thumping as he just fades into dust as he disappears back into the aether. As I'm walking towards the tower, however, I'm assuming the dwarf is in the way, I would like to put a bullet into his forehead. Just as I'm walking casually, just take my pistol in his forehead and keep walking. Yeah, you murder the shit out of him. There's nothing that you even have to roll for that. You just cap the back of his head as you're walking by. So would I know anything about this whole mouth being sewn shut thing? Well, do you have a knowledge check that's appropriate for that? Uh, I would either have magical theory or sprawl life, depending on what the hell is up with this guy. Uh, you're going to go probably theory would be the best way. Okay. I know something. 
you've heard about something along the lines of thrall making, uh, something mm. about bending somebody to somebody else's will. It's not quite like a zombie because they can still think and react with human accuracy, but there's a bunch of ritual involved that you don't know the specifics of, but this sounds like something that was involved in that. Perhaps like likely um, powerful master, uh, complete job quickly. And then I'll go pat down the dwarf because I'm sure he has goodies. Yeah, you actually get a, uh, if you go through, you get a talisman of air, a talisman of fire, Ooh. a talisman of earth, and one of spirit. He had nice. nothing else really on him. Uh, some looks like dust, a couple different fetishes that look like they were his personal foci, but they really mean nothing to you because they're not, they're right. not to your aura, so... This is but a nice place. <laughs> as we you should, walk in, as you walk into the tower, it looks like it was the old flight control tower. Door is definitely not locked at the bottom, uh, and it looks like there is some crude storage down below. And it looks like just a set of stairs that lead up to what was probably once flight control. Do you guys head up? What do you do? Sure. As you go up, uh, you're a little bit cautious, but there are no signs of anything else here. It looks like you pretty much killed anything that was living. You get up to the top, and it looks like this is actually a fairly well-maintained electronic den. Hmm. It looks like there's a few state-of-the-art decks. looks like there's a virtual controller or two. Uh, There's a couple monitors set to the side of the wall. It looks like this place is actually still operational as a flight center. I will drool over the decks because they look very shiny and nice. They are incredibly shiny and very, very nice. You can take out your data your data port and uh, you can kind of fiddle around and see if you can figure out where to, to plug it in. Let's see here. I think you are the only one that has any computer knowledge whatsoever, so feel free to go ahead and roll that, <laughs> Eric. Yes, my vast computer knowledge. Hey! That's enough to figure out to put slot A into port B. Uh, you find in one of the main consoles, there's a little bit little area that looks like this will fit in quite nicely. Uh, so you slot it in, you push the button, and it lights up non-menacingly. And as you do so, you start hearing static in both of your comms. Hmm. It uh, appears we are online, Mr. Babs. What? The, the machine spirit is now present in this area. The machine spirit. There's spirits and machines. Are are you not yourself a representative of the machine spirit? I'm a machine. No one ever told me there was a spirit within me. You you have life. You have a glow behind your eyes. Is that not spirit? I'm gonna walk away from him. Do you walk outside? I'm going to walk back the way we came. All right. You come back down, and after you breach the walls of the tower, your comm starts ringing almost immediately upon coming across the threshold. Who, mine or his? Yours. All right. Well, I'm answering. You're the one walking out first. I'm answering. Babs! Babs! Who's this? It's your friend Marty. I don't have a friend, Marty. 
They give you jobs. The only Marty I know was a terrible DJ. I I don't know any other Martys. We we talked like twelve hours ago. What do you want? Well, I got somebody here who wants to talk with you. He uh he was rather insistent on speaking with you and uh in Limbo immediately. Is is Limbo there? I'm trying to reach both of you and I can't get a hold of either of you. I don't know. He's been making finger puppets with another dwarf. I don't understand what's going on with him. He's acting very bizarre. Okay, well do you, do you want me to the client wants to talk to you directly and I'm not usually okay with that, but it's your call. Do you want to talk with them? Do you do you not want to? Like what do, what do you want? I don't care. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to patch you in. What you see materialize on your comm could only be described as if a dragon had really bad sex with a British punk rocker from the 70s and then decided to fuck it up with a baseball bat in the face. It is hideous. But this thing is very clearly chronic and very clearly humanoid shape. This is the first time that you have ever seen something in the dragon family, let alone interface directly with one. Pardon me for asking, but what are you? Oi, I'm a, I'm a dragon. I've seen dragons. You don't look like a dragon. I got some growing to do. What do you want? You called me. Well, name's Simon Andrews, and I got a, I got an offer for you from uh, Master Lofier. He uh, would like to employ your services for some data retrieval while you're in the, the, the CZ. You see... We got a lab over in there, and we kind of lost track of it. They've been off comms for, uh, like, two weeks. And uh, we just want somebody to check on the lab, make sure it's secure. And if it's not, uh, there's a couple data packets we want people to retrieve. I'm willing to pay you 4,000 new yen a head. Yours if you want it. And since you got communications up a figure, you're capable. You could probably handle the job. I'm sorry, I'm already working on a job. I don't have time for another at the moment. If you'd Not like to I'm call back to you, later. Your job's already done, right? Like, you got communications up. I'm talking to you. Okay, hold on. I thought we were doing three towers, not two. No, two, two towers. Oh, I thought it was three. Okay. All right. Yeah, I guess I'm done with this guy. So where am I going? Well, I can, I'll download the directions to you. It's a, it's a lab. It's uh, right off of the 90, not too far away. Should be pretty easy for you to get to. You know, if you if you're interested, where's your where's your partner? I thought there was two of you. No, there's me. <laughs> I, there's not more than you. Well, there was just are, who do you want to hire? I had well, a job. I completed team, my right? job. I'm, you're runners, ain't you? No, no, I was assigned to protect him. That job is now complete, so I'm done. All right, then I guess. But I mean, you know, sometimes it's good to have somebody watch your back. Sometimes it's not. I'll tell you what, though. I'll throw in an extra 3,000 new yen if you can find something else for me, too, while you're in there. You see, I'm out of snacks. And these these devil rats that are running around, you can't eat them. They're, they're terrible. They fight back. You're in a perfect area to pick me up some fine grade A American rat. Can you, If you bring me a basket of them or whatever, bring me, bring me like 10 of them. I, I will give you 3,000 new yen. Just for your trouble. Okay. Excellent, excellent. Hey, you know what? And dragons, we don't forget. You do good by us, we'll do good by you. <laughs> I promise. I'll send those comms, uh, that, that, the, the directions down for you. You'll be on your way in no time. I'm going to hang up. Yeah, 
So I'm going to look over to the elf and say, okay, well, it was nice working with you and start walking away. Did I catch any of that? <laughs> oh, yeah. You caught every single word of it because he is the Simon was loudish, loud as all hell. Um, uh, but Mr. Babs, um, you sure you wish to do this? It's just a job. I My job was to protect you. That's now done. So I move on to the next job. This is the next job. It was nice working with you. Goodbye. Mr. Mr. Simon requested the two of us. He said I could bring someone if I wanted to. You didn't say whether or not you wanted to come. Well, I, I, I do not. You're an awfully skittish wish, little creature. To, I um, assume you don't want to. Be end up beholden to a drag dragon. That's okay. Then bye bye. Haven't but um, I. I do feel I owe you a, a debt. I, I don't think I could have come this far without your assistance. You don't owe me a debt. I will be paid by this Marty person. I, I fear if you venture on without me, you will not collect any reward. This place is not well. You have no spiritual guidance We'll agree to disagree. And I'm going to turn around and start walking away. So the uh, directions <laughs> actually chime on both of your comms, not just not just uh, Babs. I'm not uh, trying like... to make it difficult. I'm doing what I think he would no, do. No, it's, <laughs> well, it's, you're doing fine. You guys are doing fine. It looks like uh, there's a, not too far from where you are, uh, it looks like maybe about two, three miles away, uh, there is a lab in the dense urban jungle. Not too far away. But that's a adventure for the next time. So as Bab starts walking away, I'll let him get pretty far out ahead of me and then cast invisibility on myself and follow. <laughs> Which is what I assume was going to happen. The, the, the funny thing is going to be whether or not Bab succeeds in noticing the tracks that you're leaving in the five inches of snow. Eh. <laughs> All right. That's it for this. That's it for this adventure. A job well done. Neither of you died. You murdered the hell out of the things that I threw at you. So good job. I did things. Yeah, you were more combat effective than the combat effective character. Congratulations. <laughs> you did some pretty fancy finger puppering, puppetering in there. However you say. Yeah, I think I think the slightly modified combat rules will work fine for having two players. Yeah. So yeah, apparently I it. need armor piercing rounds. Our, the problem is, is like most flak armor, if you read through the rules, um, most armor in general isn't made to handle blades because it'll get through the weaves on them, like especially flak. Bullets, on the other hand, because they're in, they're classified as impact weapons, can be soaked. It's really, really hard to get armor piercing bullets in Shadowrun. Really hard. You'd probably have to knock over a Lone Star caravan or something. <laughs> If you want to take on Lone Star, I'm not going to stop you. <laughs> I mean, that could be your final adventure. You go out in a blaze of glory trying to get a couple bullets. I mean, I'm okay with that. We'll be like Butch and Sundance. <laughs> Although it, it is far easier to get a hold of, say, gel rounds or stick and shock, which would be more effective against heavily armored targets. Yeah, anything that causes, like, electrical damage or stun damage is going to be your friend. Even toxic damage is your friend. Um or anything that incapacitates, like you, like you said, sticky rounds, things like that. You could even buy a web gun, and that might be more effective against heavily armored targets. 
Okay, I can't stay long. Joe, you're going to give us an exit for this. Oh, God. So, um, not hard to just, do. just to ask, is there anything in maybe the karma department? Well, because you have successfully completed one mission, you will each receive seven karma. Okay. For your trials and tribulations on this leg of the journey. Damn so I didn't even thought of an outro, so. <laughs> <laughs> this is where you just copy and paste in the invisibility line. <laughs> Hold on. Damn it. I don't have the actual sheets. I have pictures that you sent me, so I can't. That's, I got, I, I've written down. Don't worry about it. Okay. Right, so you're not doing an exit is what you're saying. I hadn't, didn't have one planned. Thank planned. you for listening to, <laughs> shut up. I'm doing it for you because you can't do it. Because you haven't been around for six years, apparently, listening to me do these horribly. I can I can also <laughs> count on the number the, the the number of times on one hand that I've done an intro or outro for the podcast. Bullshit! You did the bow down to us for a while. Ha ha ha, motherfucker! And there was a lot of episodes there. Okay, anyways, shut up. <laughs> shut up, dude. <laughs> okay. So thank you for listening to this episode of our Shadowrun campaign that we've been doing. This if this is our second one, so if you haven't listened to the first one, make sure to go back. Just do a search on the site, and you'll be able to easily find that first episode. It's worth listening to, even more so than our adventures in D&D, because our characters are very specific, the setting very specific, and it actually ties in very well, each of these episodes. They were a blast. Joe's doing a wonderful job. Vince is, well, puppet finger puppet things it was fun to listen to <laughs> you can find us of course at forthelore.com you can also find us on twitter at forthelore or at loaders at j for joe simodian for vince or at zen buddhist for myself and of course you can find us also on itunes and stitchers levers god why do i always want to say stitchers on stitcher and you can leave us reviews there with that we will see you on monday for our regular episode thanks for listening that's it all right. I was going to say, at least my intro went well. <laughs> now, did you guys have fun? Did, was it, oh, did you enjoy it? Oh, yeah, it? that was great. I'm really falling into my character very well. I'm actually really enjoying the play between you two. It makes it very interesting. Crouching elf, hidden badass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your character is uh, surprisingly effective, Vince. Good job. He was built to be very good at a very specific number of things. And if I can position myself to do those things, we're in good shape. <laughs> I'm a particular elf with a very particular set of skills. <laughs> and anything I can't do, that's what spirits are for. <laughs> yeah. And now you can summon a few more now. Well, theoretically. Yeah. I'll have to look into that. <laughs> <laughs>